the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. My thanks to Jack Windsor, particularly for indulging us with uh, extended interview today. It's great to have Jack on. Appreciate his uh, perspective and the fact that he is a truth teller. I highly encourage you to become a subscriber to the Ohio Press Network. Dot com. Now, I know Joe Rogan's podcast is super-duper popular, uh, and I listen to a couple podcasts eh, most every day. Rogan's podcast is not one of them. Uh, number one, his guest roster to me is not in my wheelhouse. I'm sure he has some guests on who are really good. Uh, but he goes for multiple hours, and I just don't have that much time. But his podcast, and I'm not even sure it was yesterday, I don't even know who the guest was, but it was more interesting to me, it was the audio that I saw pulled from it, where Rogan is talking about Donald Trump, Donald Trump's presidency, Donald Trump's policies, contrasting them with Joe Biden. And I found it interesting and thought you would find it interesting, too, on the day that Fox comes out with polling that shows a very, very deep dissatisfaction in our country with where the economy is. The Biden administration continues to insult Americans by (laughs) more than doubling down, tripling down, quadrupling down on the fact that, no, our economic policies, we don't need to defend them. We need to extol them. We need to brag about them. In effect, telling you that while you may believe things are not going well and You look in your wallet and you don't see as much cash there as there used to be, or you're trying to stretch your dollars to the end of the month to pay your bills, and you're having difficulty doing that. Well, you must be doing something wrong because Bidenomics is a huge success. Bidenomics, the term, was, of course, stolen from Reaganomics. And Joe Biden disparages the basic idea of Reaganomics, which was, we're going to cut regulations. We're going to cut taxes. We're going to give people more of their own money. We're going to give companies more of their own money. We're going to not make them jump through every hoop, cross every T, dot every I to innovate. They will produce more. They won't have to hire lawyers to cope with regulations. Producing more will create more jobs or lead to more jobs, because I always hesitate to say the government never creates jobs. They're not in the job creation business. They're either in the incentivizing or disincentivizing business to create jobs. Ronald Reagan was in the business of incentivizing business to create jobs. So was Trump. When when American production is up, the American economy rolls and Americans benefit. But when Joe Biden comes in and he introduces more and more and more and more and more regulations, more corporate hurdles for companies to jump over, then it's not as easy to manufacture, not as easy to innovate. Less jobs, although he is able to hide from that by saying, 
unemployment is as low as it's been in history. And honestly, I can't explain how that is other than it must be pandemic related. I think what we have is from the pandemic, a lot of people dropped out of the workforce. And if you're out of the workforce for two years, you don't register anymore on rolls. So they don't count you as somebody who's out of the workforce. That's the only way that I can see that Biden has the unemployment rate down or or it's related to Obamacare required of so many companies and the way that they can keep from having to pay everyone's health insurance is to cut people's hours. Well, when they cut your hours, the amount of work that still needs to be done doesn't diminish. But if you cut people's hours, then you're going to have a gap, a cumulative hourly gap, and you'll have to do what? Hire somebody else to fill those hours. It's not a full-time job, not with benefits. It's a part-time job. So what no one has ever explained to me is how many of these so-called jobs that are added every quarter are the kind of job we all want, which is one job that pays all your bills and allows enough savings so that you can set some aside for a rainy day, for your kid's college, for that new car you'd like to buy, that vacation you'd like to take. I am uh, well past the midpoint of my professional uh, life, and I am working four different jobs to make ends meet. Four. (laughs) That is not the way it's supposed to be at this stage. Now, do I count as having... Those four jobs keep un- keep the unemployment rate down? My guess is yes. But back to Rogan talking about how things were under Trump, how things are under Biden, and leaving no doubt when asked by his guest who he would vote for if the presidential matchup is a matchup between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. He'd get my vote before Biden. I said that before. I don't think that... I, I never thought that Biden was going to make it. I never, I never thought that he was going to be functional, you know, like regardless of what what kind of power the president actually has. And it appears under Trump, the president has a lot more power than we think they do. But under Biden, it's like he's handled, like he's just out there yeah. talking and say, the real problem is Donald Trump. Donald Trump, what he's done is terrible. He didn't offer. It's all nonsense. It's like everyone's treating him with kid gloves because they don't want to prop up Trump. They don't want to go after him because it'll weaken the Democratic Party. Now, what he's talking about there is he's not talking about going after Trump. He's talking about going after Biden. Nobody in the Democratic Party will go after Biden because it'll weaken the Democratic Party. And you see that Joe Biden is so vulnerable. Look at those poll results I just gave you. Eighty percent of Americans say that their economic condition, their own personal economic condition is fair or poor. 80%? This is, this should be a lame duck president stumbling and bumbling through his final 16 months in office. Instead, again, Biden continues to lead. Why? Because the alternative is not a good alternative. The alternative is Trump. And the Republican Party is doing, again, what it did to allow Trump to ascend to the top of the ticket in 2016, which I had no problem he ascended to the top of the ticket in 2016. It was wide open. Obama had been in office for two terms. We needed to look at every single possible running mate. But didn't you feel as Biden's presidency got off to a terrible start, and we'll get rid of this joker in, in two more years, right? Then Trump decides to run again because he's an egomaniac and he can't stand not being in the spotlight. 
and because he's, I know, being targeted by the DOJ, and I get it, he wants to fight back and he wants to get control of his own situation. So we have all these GOP challengers, and for the life of me, Ron DeSantis and Tim Scott running against Trump and Nikki Haley running against Trump, okay, I'll listen to that. Asa Hutchinson? Will Hurd? Larry Elder? <laughs> what, what? What? Even Vivek Ramaswamy. And I like, you know, much of what I hear from Vivek. What are these people who have no chance? Mike Pence. These people who have zero chance of being the next president of the United States. What are they doing running against Trump? That's a question not only I'm asking, but Joe Rogan is asking as well. No one is going to run against Trump in the Republican side and win. Because you're not going to get the Trump supporters. They are all in on Trump. Unless he has a stroke. Unless something happens, it's horrible. He, they're all in on Trump. You're, you, if you run against Trump, you're yeah. now the enemy of Trump. If I was friends with DeSantis, I'd be like, don't do it. You can't beat that guy. You just can't. When that guy gets out there and he's waving to people and they're going crazy, you're not beating that. No, you're not. That is obviously true. And here, Rogan says, is why he can't be beat. Trump holds up this like hope to bring us back to where we were when he was in office. You're not going to beat that. I don't think they're going to beat that. I don't I don't think when you look at the Russia collusion, when you look at the Steele dossier, when you look at all the that they tried to throw at him that we now know is not just yeah. but coordinated when you look at the fact that they suppressed these Hunter Biden laptop story and that 51 intelligence agency representatives signed off on that to say that this was Russian disinformation which we know they know is not true. That's scary because now you have the intelligence agencies colluding to keep a guy from being president that was president during a time where the country was thriving economically. Yeah, that is scary. We all know it's happening. And Trump is made popular by every single indictment. But every single indictment, while making him popular in the primary, lessens his chance of appealing to independents and actually being president. So we talked today about the poll results from Fox uh, explaining how uh, dissatisfied Americans are with the economy. And why wouldn't they be? The economy is uh, awful right now. Prices are up. See, when you hear inflation, you say, inflation's at 3.2%. Oh, that's great. It used to be at 9%. Uh, Prices are coming down 6%. No. Let me explain so you can explain it to the uh, thick-headed, willfully ignorant Democrats out there. Inflation is the rate of prices increasing, okay? It's the rate at which prices are increasing. So now knowing what inflation is, when inflation is 3.2%, what does that mean? It means that prices are rising 3.2% over the same month in the previous year. Inflation is 3.2%. It means that prices now are 3.2% higher than they were in July of 2022 because we're always a month behind on the numbers because, of course, you can't get the numbers for the rest of August until the rest of August actually happens. So when inflation in, let's just pick a month, April of 2021 is, let's just pick a number out of a hat, 4%. And inflation in April of 2022 is 5%. 
What does that mean? It means that prices from April of 2021 and prices from April of 2022, the rate of increase is what? 4% and 5%, which those you add together get 9%. So that means that prices in April of 2022 are 9% higher than they were in when? April of 2020. So if you do that kind of a simple mathematical equation on Joe Biden's term in office, prices, and again, they strip out food and energy, they strip out food and energy, prices are up 16% since Biden took office, and real wages are down 3%. That's why our friends at Kitchen Tune-Up are sponsoring a contest you need to enter today and every day, because you can enter every day, at 9890answer.com. It's called the $18,000 Gas and Groceries Giveaway Sweepstakes. Win a year's worth of gas and groceries thanks to Kitchen Tune-Up. The grand prize is 200 bucks a week for a year. Would that take care of your groceries and gas? I hope so. There will also be three first-place winners who will receive $1,000 and 10 second-place winners who will receive $500. Every little bit helps. You can enter to win, as I said, once a day through October the 5th. Brought to you by Kitchen Tune-Up at 9890answer.com. They have services at Kitchen Tune-Up to accommodate all budgets, cabinet refacing, redooring, new custom cabinetry for a full kitchen remodel, countertops, backsplashes, new hardware, you name it, they can do it. Kitchen Tune-Up. Stop by their design center in Worthington to see what they offer and what they can do for you or visit their website, Kitchen Tune-Up. Dot com KitchenTuneUp.com. Enter the contest at 989theanswer.com. So I think Vivek Ramaswamy is increasing slightly in the polls because he is the only Republican who's disciplined enough to talk about real issues that concern real Americans, which is their pocketbook. Here he is at the Iowa State Fair with Alexis McAdams of Fox News. How do you make yourself stand out? With my message. I'm speaking the truth without apology. Tell you the truth, we're having no trouble with that so far. And so he's an outsider. I respect that. I'm an outsider, too. I'm not afraid to break glass myself. And so this race is just getting warmed up. You see whether you'll be asking this question a year from now. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Now, he's talking about Trump being an outsider. Ramaswamy says he's an outsider. Uh, He tweeted yesterday, and this is the word that he wears on the hat that he's wearing on the campaign trail. The word is truth. And so his tweet yesterday is truth, and then he lists 10 things that he says are true. God is real. There are two genders. Human flourishing requires fossil fuels. Reverse racism is racism. An open border is no border. Parents determine the education of their children. The nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to mankind. Capitalism lifts people up from poverty. There are three branches of the U.S. government, not four. And the U.S. Constitution is the strongest guarantor of freedoms in history. It's hard to argue with any of those. We can certainly differ, and I'm sure I differ, with Vivek Ramaswamy on what he means by number one, God is real. I think Vivek Ramaswamy is probably Hindu. Would I prefer to have a Hindu president? No. What I prefer is to have an authentic evangelical Christian president and have him borrow a lot of Vivek Ramaswamy's other ideas, which are really, really good. 
Vivek Ramaswamy is confounding the political elite. If you don't believe me, listen to Karl Rove struggle to say his name. First of all, remember, we, we, things in a primary tend to change dramatically sometimes. And, and uh, Vivek is, is Ramaswamy has got the mole. Uh, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The question is going to be, is he going to be John Kerry 2004? Remember, the leader was Howard Dean, and at some point... John Kerry began to move up in the polls, ultimately won both the Iowa caucus and the New Hampshire primary. But he eclipsed Dean in the polls leading into those, and it was a little bit of a surprise, and it, it, he hung on. Uh, I love Carl. What did he say? What do you call him? Vivak? Vivak Ramasawami. He needs a little work. I don't know how I, Vivak has to go in the polls before uh, Carl Rove learns it's Vivek. Rhymes with cake, Ramaswamy. <laughs> Carl Rove. That's funny. Okay. Uh, here's a story that I thought we'd end with on the week because it truly demonstrates the power of forgiveness. And since we spoke a lot in our number one about Lizzie Marbach's tweet about The only hope that you have is if you have hope in Christ, the only eternal hope you have, because that's what Jesus said, not because Lizzie Marbach said it, not because Bruce Hooley says it. But it has to be walked out. You can't just say it. you got to walk it out. Um, About a week ago, a U.S. Marine, a former U.S. Marine, uh, by the name of Donald Collins, he went by Trey, was on his way home from his job as a security guard in Dallas, Texas. He was driving at 2 30-ish in the morning when he saw an accident along I-30 in Dallas. A tow truck had hit a van, and the tow truck had fled. Trey Collins had called his wife at 2.13 a.m. and told her, I'm on my way home from work. He called her every night at 2.13 when he got off work. He didn't show up. She called his phone. She pinged his phone. His phone said he was at the hospital. She wanted to call, wanted to know, why are you doing at the hospital? She called a nurse answered. And it was then that she heard that her husband... After stopping to help a family in the van hit by the tow truck, had himself been hit and killed by an illegal immigrant who was driving drunk. Uh, She has every reason to be bitter. Every reason to be bitter. But uh, she is not bitter. In fact, she is personifying the attitude that we would all hope that we would have in a situation like that. And I apologize, I had the audio and I can't find it right now. But she said her fondest hope that she's forgiven the person and she says that each time she wakes up in the morning, I pray that she asks the Lord to forgive her and she sincerely means it. My heart does not waver with darkness because my heart is filled with light. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.